0: Well, hello, and once again, welcome to another episode of Say Something Interesting. We're so glad you found us. Thanks for taking about a half hour of your time, Uh, whatever it is you're doing, driving somewhere, working out, trying to fall asleep, uh, whatever it is, we're (laughs) glad that you're spending it with us. Here, my name is Brent. With me, as always, is my friend Margo. Hey, guys, and uh, we are both pastors at East Lake Tri Cities, and this is a follow-up podcast from what's talked about on Sunday, but also hopefully just generally interesting. We try and we try and live interesting lives and find interesting things, and maybe uh, we often fail. We, yeah, it's not we're not always successful for sure, um, but uh, yeah, then we try and bring it to this little podcast and make uh, make your week a little bit a little bit lighter, a little bit fun. How are you, Margo? Doing pretty good. Yeah, yeah. Did you have a good weekend?
1: Yeah my my in laws were in town, which does mean for me a good weekend because I was blessed with
0: lots of wine tasting with
1: great in laws. Yeah, well that's that's the thing that I I don't feel like I've mentioned on here. They're in the the wine business. They're winemakers, uh, and so because of that perk and because you know twice a year we'll go up and help them cork some bottles, we we then get under the umbrella of oh yeah we're in the industry. Which then translates to free wine tastings anywhere we go and industry discount aren't if we buy you so anything. I'm so happy
0: your in laws aren't like in like llama raising where like well, they would come I to, mean,
1: that's pretty cool.
0: Well, yeah, <laughs> but they would come into town and be like, we're going to go to like six llama farms and see what everybody's doing. That's not that fun, Margo. One day that's fun.
1: Depends on the person you're you asking. You guys have
0: gone wine tasting <laughs> at different places like multiple weekends. Yeah. Not, I can't even count them on my it's hand. It's funny though. Think.
1: Like that's the thing.
0: No, no I, I get it. I'm saying that's awesome. Like yeah. that's. That's the best part of having them be in an industry that is like it can be repetitive, and it's still friggin' awesome. And you live in like basically Disneyland, um, which because I, I really do, I like in the Columbia Valley to Disneyland because it's not a, as great as Napa Valley. Disneyland's not as great as Disney World. <laughs> oh, he said it. Them spine words. It. Absolutely. Are you kidding me? You know All I know is Disney you World. Know what surrounds Disneyland? A city. A city and like crappy apartments, like shady buildings. I mean, there's some hotels near the entrance. It kind of makes the magic rip off. Oh, absolutely. I would like, rather have my magic know, in a on the swamp. The other side <laughs> of the fence is like low income housing and like a, the <laughs> hood, like a Seven Eleven with a broken slurping machine, right? Disney World, it's Disney World, and they could just keep expanding that baby forever because it's just yeah. swampland. I mean, yeah. it's 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 like it's got its own freeway system.
1: Yep, and tunnels and all kinds of crazy yeah, stuff.
0: It's crazy. Uh, what were we talking about? I can't remember. Oh yeah,
1: <laughs> wine tasting. You're, you're lost. Yeah, we are not wine tasting while did we're you, making this podcast. Did you podcast. take your parents
0: to uh, Dungeons and Dragons night?
1: No, no, we took it off just because that's his last weekend. That
0: oh, okay. They're
1: they're gonna be down and probably should put the the adventure on hold because it's 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 hard for them with us moving so far away. Matt's never. Right, he's only
0: been Pacific Northwest with them, right?
1: Yeah, well, until this move, he was no more than like 20 minutes with traffic away. Yeah. Uh, And now this is like the biggest move since then. And so it's like, we take a little step and now we're taking a giant
0: leap. Are they coming back this weekend?
1: Um... No, they might come up at the end of our packing because they bought tickets to a wine tasting dinner that is occurring price, on price. Saturday, yeah. and we're leaving on Friday. So we told them they could crash at our empty apartment. Got it. Uh, for the because you have it
0: for the rest of the week. Yeah, yeah. till the thirty first. Yeah, so. right. Uh, but you have another special guest coming into town.
1: I do. My mom's coming.
0: Is she going to be on our podcast next week? She she could be. <laughs> I think she should be. <laughs> I think I think might be you be intimidated that by that, but uh, no, that'd be awesome. I, I'm I'm in for that. Which, by the way, you scared me because I listened to your podcast with Megan this last yeah, week. Yeah, I
1: got all jumbled up. I got all caught up in the feels. And you said
0: this is my second to last podcast, and I'm sitting there going. I think we have two more, but okay, <laughs> it's cool if you want to be done. By the way, you should have informed everybody that that was rated E for emotional prior to actually getting people sucked <laughs> into that podcast. me
1: like the sweetest little voicemail message after that that had me getting all feelsy after oh, dude. And...
0: Aubrey said she listened to it on a lunch hour at work, Aubrey Pitzer, and uh, she's in the parking lot trying to finish this thing out and she's like literally like crying in her parking lot and she's getting ready to go back into work and somebody saw her and they're like are you okay is everything okay is your family fine? And joby's like yeah i'm good. So Aww. anyways, super good, super great. Um yeah, it was uh, it was a good one. If you, if you did, if you missed last week's episode, pause this one, go listen to that one and then welcome back. You're <laughs> you're here. So um good. Kylie and I had a great time in uh, Hawaii. Uh, we uh, we got a chance to go get away no who kids who has a
1: bad time in hawaii let's no let's kids. start by that you had a great time Listen, of course you did i was did. sitting in the
0: hot tub one of those nights uh, and cuz our a little we stayed in like this uh i don't know timeshare condo thing we don't want a timeshare but it was we bought it off somebody anyways we're in there and we're out i'm out in the hot tub by myself cuz kylie hates hot tubs and uh then all of a sudden this other family comes in and they sit down and it's like a uh, older guy and then I think his grown-up daughter her husband and then their kid and they're asking me you know what I did and where I lived and all that kind of stuff and then it came down to uh you know t- do you have any kids and I said yeah we got four of them and he said oh man how was the travel for that and I was like oh no no we left all of them at home with the grandparents <laughs> and he was like you did what he could not believe that that's somebody, how great goes, your in-laws you are, are so lucky to have four and the daughter was like see dad like she tried it <laughs> she tried it at one point i think to, to leverage leave it her kid <laughs> with them and he's like three no days i give you three days <laughs> so i am lucky we have
1: they also have angel babies so yeah
0: yeah but there's four of them so like four angels i don't know that kind of adds up um <laughs> uh so we have great uh, we had so many people, my my parents, Kylie's parents, Kylie's sister, just a ton of people. It was really great. We looked at each other on, at this last trip and Kylie and I were like, this probably is our last extended getaway without any kids, like for until Clive's, you know, 15 or 18 or whatever it is. So it was, uh, I think from here on out, it's like, we got to figure out how to take some kids with us when we go, both because we want our kids to experience the world um
1: she'd do the rv thing and
0: now they're at an age to like remember what they're doing mm-hmm. um whereas previously uh you know it was like it was you easy wasted to be like, money at yeah Disney i'm not doing because... that i'm taking her to disneyland five years old i mean she's gonna love it but tomorrow i went she's... in
1: the second grade and i do remember like bits and pieces of it
0: we took london when she turned seven and she still remembers it and that was That was a good age. It was Disneyland because it's a lot cheaper. Because it's you know West Coast. You don't need
1: naps anymore per se. Yep.
0: No, she was tall. She's a tall kid, so she was able to go on all the rides, which is great. Um, so our twins are five and a half. They'll be six in February, and uh, so we are we are contemplating contemplating doing something like that next fall because we try and do a trip every fall. That's like our vacation time. Um. And uh, maybe, maybe do something, maybe because it'll be six and a half, which is kind of close to seven. Grayson's pretty tall; he'd be able to do it. Jovi is like our little ride star, though, man. She, I think, really? yeah, I, she'd be the if of our two twins. Grayson would be the one looking at the roller coaster going. Uh, I think I want to go on the elephant, which is
1: so funny because he's definitely the be. most, the more extroverted, totally. like high energy, and yet oh, this yeah. quiet Jovi is like secretly.
0: We went for a walk yesterday. He rode his bike like a mile in front of us, and we're like grayson come on and then he climbs up into a tree and he's the adventurous one like that but i'm pretty sure when it comes to rides if i had to guess if i had to put my money on it joey's the one that's going on there. going yep cool i'm doing it and he'd be the one going "Uh, i think i'm all right Uh, i'm gonna have a snack yeah yeah can i throw this like baseball at the little clown head instead i'd like to do that so we'll see but uh yeah we had we had went to maui um and uh Went with another couple friends. They also have four kids. We literally left eight kids at home. <laughs> it's crazy. <laughs> lots of FaceTime. Lots of uh, following up on that. We. It was perfect weather. Um, I'd never been to Maui. Kylie had been once for her senior trip. She went. To, uh, I know, right? They went to Kona, which is to like six the Six Flags. Nice... That's
1: yeah. not even in <laughs> Massachusetts. knows? it's
0: crazy. <laughs> um, and uh, Lahaina, and we stayed in Kihei and did a bunch of hikes. Um, we hiked up to this like 400 foot waterfall, which was amazing. We almost got like one of my, my buddy, Matt almost died. We went to like this pool at the end of like this long hike and it was down and on this cliff. And, uh, I took a photo of them and 30 seconds later, like this tidal wave came in and just absolutely blasted us and almost took him out to the ocean. It was, it was crazy. It was crazy. He's all bloodied up. Um, it was awesome. And we, we, uh, we pass like these wild goats. They have like they have like weird animals that like just roam the island. Chickens are everywhere. Yeah. And then they have these random That's an island
1: thing, I'm convinced. Random of
0: it. goats in the in the woods that you would hike past or whatever. So as we're walking back, literally he Matt's all scraped up because of this wave thing, and we keep passing people and I keep making comments about don't talk to the goats. No just watch <laughs> out. Those goats are ferocious. We said something about it. Go. When
1: really they should have warned people. There's a beautiful pool. Probably do not should go have. In Don't it. do it. Yeah. You no signage. Die.
0: Not one signage. Can you believe that crap? And you're come in on. America. We like come to put on, signs Hawaii. on everything. Yeah, absolutely. I'm sue the state of Hawaii. Just kidding. <laughs> they're, oh, they're probably we're like, happy no you're idiot life. would come down here. Uh, anywho, uh, great food, lots of fun. I had pokey at Foodland, which is like a grocery store. I had grocery store pokey.
1: Is it pronounced pokey? I thought it was just poke.
0: I don't know. It, it <laughs> Hokey could be. pokey. Hokey pokey. I had it like Margot four or five days in a row. It was so good and so cheap because it's this it is expensive. Hawaii is expensive, but Foodland pokey, like grocery store pokey, is cheap and uh, and it's so good. Oh my gosh! I had so much fish. You know how you're not supposed to eat that much fish. I'm a little worried about my system right now. I have no idea if that messes me up like way high mercury levels. I'm not gonna like apply for life insurance anytime soon. So I'll let that stuff get out of me, and then we'll go again. <laughs> so <laughs> it made me really want pokey. Do you, um do you like pokey? Like
1: I don't think I've ever had it.
0: It's I mean it's like it's like sushi. It's like raw fish, right? Yeah. But then it's got like a teriyaki sauce marinade thing or something like on it. There, I want to find a good pokey place in the Tri Cities. If you are listening to this podcast and you know of a place that has good ah oh, he pokey please or poke. please or poke or whatever <laughs> a tell me where it is and then b tell me how to pronounce it so i don't make a fool of myself well i've already done that half the island how... of hawaii is like remember that white guy that said uh pokey, pokey. <laughs> yeah um
1: i part part of me thinks i feel like i saw it was it on the menu at ninja bistro because he's all hawaiian food
0: oh maybe if maybe. it is i'm getting it <laughs> wow yeah i'll have to check that out i haven't seen his truck lately that's eh, kind of winter time so
1: Everyone at home's like, what's going
0: on? Why am I still listening to this? All right, week one, we started uh, a brand new series uh, called Irresistible on Sunday. It's going to be, I think, about a three-week series um, talking about all of the things about the gospel story and the person of Jesus who, he, you know, he was so irresistible in person for people who were, were nothing like him, found themselves liking him, and then for whatever reason, the church has, over the centuries, embraced things that have made it Resistible, uh, and one of those major things that I talked about on Sunday was um, just the, treating the Bible as a book and not a collection of historical documents uh, written by people who are witnesses of uh, Christ, and specifically like some New Testament stuff. If you if you've ever resisted. Um, if you've ever res- resisted cre- Christianity because of something that you read in the Bible or somebody told you was in the, the Bible, I'm, I'm using the Bible in quotations, then you may have less, left unnecessarily. And I uh, I included something that you mentioned in the podcast last week in, in the message about Elijah and the boys who made fun of him calling him Baldy, and then he's praising. and then a bear comes out of the woods and attacks these kids, mauls these kids. And, Donking
1: donkeys. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And,
0: and if you've ever read any of that, I go, I just— it feels like once upon a time in a far distant away planet, you know, um, this kind of stuff happened, and I get it. And um, so I think for me, over time, for a while there, I was I was too too much, too far into Christianity, right? Like it was my career, it was my education to like question it to the point of. If I can't come up with answers, then I'm out. It was more like, like like I said, the mental gymnastics, I'm going to get there. I'm going to get there somehow and just hope that nobody asks me how to explain, well, what do you do with this? What do you do with this? Um, And then uh, I think I've gotten to this point, and and I'm I'm working through it, and that's part of the series even too, of trying to say, all right, there's obviously a difference between this old covenant literature or the Jewish scriptures and this new covenant sort of New Testament um, writings about what people did with the resurrection and how Paul responded to it, and I think that how you handle those two things—one is binding, one is inspirational—is um, important. And I, I hope to go through that. I don't want to like reveal my hand because I've got two more weeks to talk about this, so I can't. I can't go too far into it. But that's kind of the the mode and the direction that I'm going to. I I find the. Um, The stories of like David and Goliath to be inspiring. I think that should be like inspiring stuff. Um, Like I, I, you should want to go tackle a Goliath in your life, right? And that's fine. And I'll I'll even because I've preached Old Testament sermons before. Um, But just came out of Old Testament series. Yeah, we just yeah exactly. We just came out of that. But you can look at something from a historical standpoint that doesn't have binding authority over your current actions today. So like when Paul says, live your life, you know, be patient. The fruit of the Spirit is patience, love, kindness, all that kind of stuff. That's binding. Your life should look like this. Um, I should not go out looking for uh, nine-foot-tall Philistines to kill with rocks. Those men don't exist anymore, and I'm not that great of a slingshot kind of guy. So um, how then can I translate that and be a little bit more? In that way. So, anyways, I, that that would be my quick two cents on it. What what was something that you thought of? I and mean, we've dialogued a little bit of, prior to recording, the pushing the cord button. But yeah, um,
1: I I know a lot of people really struggle with uh, the they would say the God of the Old Testament, even though He's the same God, <laughs> uh, or the the way that God the is God. Pre-
0: Richard Dawkins likes to make fun of, right? Yes, yep. the
1: the God that that we see if all we look at is, and oftentimes cherry picking weird stories and weird like hard verses in the old testament um and how it's hard to to understand it and and to to see the bigger picture in that because we were just zeroed in on on this instance and um the only thing that i could think of is trying to figure out a modern day translation of of why the two go together why we didn't just why didn't we just Toss out the Old Testament if Jesus says we have this new covenant, and why don't why don't we just focus on Jesus's life? Like why did we carry old grandpa that's kind of racist and crazy in the backseat of the car yeah. as we go on on this road trip? Uh, and um, we we were talking about how you it's hard to have an appreciation or a full understanding of something until till you're bought in and so uh the the comparison that came to my head was baseball or or a sport about how you normally don't get into baseball by going back even like the 70s like you're not like watching old games of baseball and being like you know what I'm going to start watching modern day baseball and this is going to be my favorite sport like norm- like maybe like you heard of Babe Ruth and you're like that's cool but you don't you don't usually start in that world and then make your way to the new world normally you, your dad's a, a Mariners fan and you grew up going to the games and then from that love, from that interest, you dive into the history and you understand its richness and its quirkiness all the better.
0: Yeah, the closing line that I didn't do in first service and the reason I didn't do it is because I forgot to print off the last page of my notes. I'll just be <laughs> honest with you. I had five pages of notes. I only printed off four. And so at the very end, I was like, I can't remember how to finish this phrase. It was There wasn't much on the fifth page. It was just like three lines. I have it right here. Two lines. Two lines. and But there's three lines on page four. I didn't have page five, so I just skipped it. But the idea—I printed it off for second service. Um, the idea was that the Gentile Gentile converts early in, in like the first century, when they converted, um, did not become— jewish and then become christian that was kind of the controversy later on in the jerusalem council in acts chapter five uh, or or chapter seven excuse me um is but what 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 happens here is they became interested in the history of the jewish nation and jewish scriptures as they became more fascinated with a particular jew aka jesus so they fell in love with jesus they figured they Conceded his divinity based on this testimony of the resurrection, or vis- you know they or they were witnesses to the resurrection, and then they and then they said, hey, we should then look at what else is included in Jewish scriptures if those things point to if Jesus, Jesus. was quoting
1: Jewish scriptures, yeah, if he's quoting obviously it was valuable for scriptures. him.
0: He claimed to be the fulfillment of something in Jewish scriptures, so it it would be to our benefit to understand what that is to go back and kind of see it and appreciate it and but not to go back and live like that and not to go back and do that, right? So this idea, like this sports analogy that you introduced, um, the the three-point line in basketball wasn't, a part of basketball until I can't remember the year but it was actually probably later than you think like not that not that long ago they're like all right we're going to incorporate the three point line prior to that it wasn't a part of the game so like this outside shooting really wasn't a thing basketball has completely evolved now you've got the golden state warriors like who'd live and die by the three um, so to watch it now and appreciate you can be like i love basketball now and then you go back and you can be like but that game wouldn't have worked in this era in this era specifically it's a completely different ball game and so i can go back and appreciate the evolution for why that was important to get us to where we are now, without actually going and living in that, and saying, "Well, we need to have that and this." There's no, there's no way to do it. So and the
1: other analogy we had was just history. Like we, we find ourselves if you have if you have an interest in history, it's normally in the country that you're living in, right? More or things so. that you're
0: interested in, yeah. Right. Whatever your hobbies are, all or of a like sudden, or like I know
1: my family is from Ireland, so I'm interested in like what my immigrant family went through, you're not normally like, I don't know anyone. I don't have any connection with Lithuanians, but I'm fascinated by Lithu-. like, that's not, it's not a natural occurrence. And so our interests are like the leads that we follow. We dig into things that we have some, some tie to and some experience to. And, but at the same time we we were joking, like, well, I don't want to like, I think American history is fascinating. But I wanna go back and, and get polio. Like I don't wanna yeah. I don't wanna go back and yeah. not be able to vote and you know Amazon not get knows a job. this. This
0: is why when you search for one thing on Amazon all your ads for the next two months are the exact thing, same thing or related to, because mm-hmm. you search for this, you might also like this, right? They're not just shooting out random arrows. They yeah. figured out over time algorithms that go, hey, our, our percentage of actual sales go up if we produce ads that are actually kind of related to this. Mm-hmm. They're interested in this. They want to go further in this. They're buying beer making equipment. They might be interested in this book on the history of hops. You know what I mean? Something like that. You can become more interested in that. And so that's, but unfortunately, the, the, when the, early church put together the the Bible, the format of it and being Old Testament first leading into the New Testament can cause people to, like we always want to do, start from the beginning of a book. Nobody hands us, you never get a book like a J.K. Rowling book and start at chapter 12. Yeah. You know what I mean? It'd be weird There'd to be do Or it'd be more that. like
1: like third to last chapter in this case. <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah. Um, You would have to, so it, it's different than that, but it's all, it also helps to understand the Bible isn't a book, it's a collection of books, a collection of historical documents. It's okay, it's okay to start in John or Luke or new testament in general um that's fine because what you're reading are all individual things that the church eventually goes that's important hey that's important hey that's important it's not like they go luke leads really well into john the transition there is phenomenal let's do that i mean they didn't they, that wasn't part of the process so i'm excited for this series um i uh, I always love series on the Bible because I, I do love it as much as maybe you listened yesterday and thought, hey, this guy doesn't even like the Bible. I love it. I love the history of it. That's why I love even doing a series that we just did uh, coming a- across like this old prophetic uh, minor prophet uh, named Amos. like that stuff interests me, and I feel like um, uh I feel like I get comments and feedback from people who enjoy the way that i try and like put life into the reading of it which is basically just the way that i read it too i think this thing it's
1: what it's intended to be is
0: not like it doesn't read like a textbook or a history book this is a people's history this is a people's history this is Diary. especially for the old <laughs> testament this is how this is explaining to our kids who we are right and where we came from and it talks about a history where there was not I, I tried to explain this to somebody yesterday too. Um, there was no writing there was no writing utensils easily available. You and I can sit down at a computer and at zero cost I can write something on my computer and do an online diary um,
1: and even publish a book.
0: yeah and, and I can even publish a book at this point. like the cost of doing that is so simple. Um, a few years ago you would have had to have bought. A, I think of um, you know pre-computers, people who wrote books. They had to like write all that crap by hand, man. Like, I'm thinking Ugh, that seems time-consuming. Or typewriter,
1: if they make a typo, it's like, Bleh. yeah.
0: But even then, like paper's probably cheap. But then go back even a hundred years from that. Like now, paper's expensive. Now inks expensive. Now the education dudes expensive. The fact that all of this made it through is just, it's amazing. It's it's um, it's cool. There's so much history there. There's why why did this make it is important. We don't think about that. Why because more books are published every day than we could ever possibly read in a lifetime. Literally, like today, there will be so many books published you couldn't read them all in a year, in one day. Do you know yeah. what I mean? Um, so the ubiquity, the ever presence, all presence of, of abundance of books doesn't it, it? It makes us not realize in ancient literature the things that made it. And actually got produced, and actually got expanded, and got published, if you will. Published isn't the right word, but because there's no publishing houses, like that. That medium, the medium in which it came, is so significant, so significant. So, all right. uh, Anything else before we move on to our something interesting? Because we probably should.
1: Uh, Yeah, like I, I think the series is great because I feel like there has been in the last couple of years this renaissance of people wanting to understand their roots and to look back like i felt like in the previous uh 10 years or so decade or even to like the last 20 years it's been very future focused like what are we going to do next what's the next technology that's going to drop what's the next innovation where's the the next vacation we're going to go on and i feel like now we're we're kind of coming to a into a more nostalgic age like if you look at um, one of the most popular gifts of the holiday season are are those like twenty three andMe ancestry DNA kits
0: because people oh, yeah. want to
1: know like like I've been told that I'm you know half French and half this and half that. you ever done one? No, I really want to do well because because my my mom doesn't never knew her father so yeah. there's like a whole my mom didn't either a whole quarter of my DNA that's totally could be anything. Um, and so, but there's this, we want to know our roots, like some that, that has importance to us. And you see people that said like, ah, I did it. And I didn't think I would feel any certain way. But when they get the results, like they, like it invokes it like an emotion in them. And it really, um, it kind of opens up a whole, a whole door that they never, never realized was there all along. And so, I would encourage people to not be intimidated and not just be like, like I really just don't want to touch the Old Testament. Like I'm just comfortable in in the New Testament land. Maybe Psalms and Proverbs, but like I just to to know that you're you're missing out on on a fuller, more beautiful picture of who God is. Um,
0: but yet yeah. but you don't have to embrace the way that they lived or justify it. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like if you find out that you were Irish, all right, or, I don't know, some other nation, and in their history... German,
1: maybe.
0: <laughs> German. If you find out that you were German, and then all of a sudden you're like, oh, my gosh, I'm, I feel like I'm culpable with the whole World War I and World War II. Good grief. Every big war that's ever been involved, the Germans have been on the wrong side of it. I'm a horrible person. You'd be like, no, you're not a horrible person. You know what I mean? Like, you don't have to... That's not the path. That doesn't define you. Like, you can take it and... And try to begin to understand some of that world history a little bit more, and then leave it in the past in that way. And And then
1: and then be encouraged that your family was able to to grow and to move on through some of like the bad choices that they made, and through some of the horrible life events they probably uncovered. Like you're here, yeah. So your family, like they made it. Like you come from tough stock. Um, That's not perfect. Uh, but has some strength and had some guidance along the way. So I think I think the Old Testament has that that value in it if we're willing to look at it through that lens.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. I also mentioned in first service but not in second service um, that uh, Eastlake celebrated its eighth birthday uh, last week. It was uh, on uh, Tuesday, I don't know, Wednesday last week. We were flying home and we were sitting in the airport because our flight got canceled because of mechanical problems and uh i looked, leaned over to kylie she cause it was she was getting emotional because it was like time to come home and see clive and cool. they're like our plane smells like it's burning so we're not going to take it over the ocean and we're like eh, it's probably good and she's just like i just want to get home and see clive and i probably bad timing i go oh hey it's october 10th it's uh he's like birthday and she goes that's cool <laughs> <Yeah."> <laughs> <laughs> so anyways happy birthday he's like uh great. All right. Let's uh let's move on to our something interestings. Uh you wanna go first?
1: Yeah, mine's just super simple, something I literally did not know. I thought every time you saw one of those like long, like conical shaped loofah that they were just sea sponges. But I was watching this this mini documentary, Follow This Farm in California, and they're actually like a squash really yeah they grow on these vines the guy has to trim them daily otherwise they have like 10 feet of vine growth of the day they just grow like holy smokes crazy crazy pants they grow they hang down these long cucumber looking things and you just let them dry out and then you schlep off all the the skin and the inner skeleton of that is what becomes your loofah i just it was mind-blowing for me I think I'm, I'm gonna like, need
0: some pictures because I, I I can't. Like, there's
1: like a whole. Uh,
0: I can't quite like. I can grasp. talk a little bit
1: more about it. Well, this is a
0: video. I don't I know, know if I have time to sit through. <laughs> oh, okay. I know what those are. Yeah, yeah they yeah, like yeah. Look like
1: zucchinis or something. Like got
0: it. So that's a plant.
1: Yeah, and so in my head I'm like, they make it sound like, oh, this is this Dead Sea sponge that's come across. I'm like, this is a zucchini. <laughs> But like the inside of a like this guy, his life is growing these sponges and selling them at farmers market. And like, I just I don't know. I thought that was really interesting. And I'm like, I wonder. I like, I need to do more research to be like, how how long have people been doing this? Like, who was the first person to be like, oh. Forgot I left that zucchini out there. Oh hey, I wonder if this could be used for I'm something. I'm gonna put some
0: body soap on this and see what happens.
1: <laughs> I just I thought that was really fascinating, and That's it kind of like burst my bubble and made them seem a little bit more like not as cool. Well, yeah, like just not as fancy. But at the same time, I kind of appreciate that. So, are you a
0: loofah person? Are you like? Uh, I think uh, I don't like them. I'm a really? bar soap guy. Yeah, I don't know. You're
1: bar. You're a barbarian. Yeah, I'm a barbarian. <laughs> That's what you are.
0: Yeah, I guess I don't know. It's weird. Uh okay. Uh mine is uh, it comes from our Hawaii trip, but I promise it's more it's more than just hey, if you're in Hawaii, go check this out cuz you probably, you know, who knows. But we we did the Road to Hana, which is like the famous trip to like this town on the northeast coast of Hawaii that the road there is only 40 miles, but it takes you like minimum 3 hours to do it cuz you there's like, like driving in Pittsburgh. Pinwheel to or pin what a pin pin something pin tight curves? hairpin hairpin there, thank you that's the word, hairpin curves and uh, there's 57 or 59 one lane bridges, so when you come across it you have to wait until the next person goes and then you can go and do all that kind of stuff and they uh, this is this is not my something interesting but this is this is fairly interesting I learned it from uh from the thing that is actually my something interesting but. They the, A lot of those bridges need to be repaired, but there's no federal money, or there's less, I should say, there's less federal money for repairing a single lane bridge. The b- government wants to be more efficient and say, we'll repair it, but it needs to become a double lane bridge. But the locals don't want double lane bridges because people will drive faster and it will ruin the experience of the road to Hana. So they're in this catch 22 of our bridges are falling apart, but we can repair them slowly if we want to keep them one lane bridge, because that's where the money's at. So anyway, or that's not where the money is. Anyways, uh, that was interesting. I learned all of that from my something interesting. Somebody told us, uh, if you're going to do this drive, you need to download this um, Road to Hana podcast, not podcast, it's an app. It's an app. That's what it is. And uh, you download the app. There's a couple different versions of it. We got the gypsy something, but it looks like GPS, gypsy. Anyways, um, I think any of them are probably good. But You open the app and it tracks through your GPS, which is great because you don't have signal, you don't have service, phone service on this drive, but your GPS works when your phone service doesn't, and it is like a tour guide over the Bluetooth audio in your car and every time you come up to a point, it'll be like, hey, on your left is a cross that was made for this, an honor of this person who died. And here's his story. Hey, you're going to come up along three turns in between the second and third turn. There's a pull off. There's a really great view if you want to get off. It was like to the up to the moment like driving with a local. It was awesome. Are you kidding me? Like not just for like, hey, so if you go to HANA, download this app. I, my point is, I don't know why somebody's not doing this for like lots of different drives. There is. Is there? Yeah. Oh my gosh. How am I not listening, finding it out? Like that should be interesting for everybody, guys. It started with like the
1: first people I saw do it was museums. Okay. Because it would track where you were in the exhibit. And it would be like this is the this is like what this painting Totally get those. But driving.
0: Like, but they started doing
1: it like self-guided you can do self guided walking tours and all these things and it tracks you and it'll be like, take a left up here and go see this thing and
0: I think if you were somebody who were like, all right, we're just going to do it for like lots of the major freeway systems. Um, and then you are going on a road trip here in a couple, like two weeks. And I would just imagine like you don't have, there's there can't be an app for like Seattle to Pittsburgh. Like that just is too specific. But if it was like, all of the freeways so 90 i5 like some of the major ones where you're like all right you're passing through the town of Toppenish Toppenish is known for their hop production 98 percent of the hop- I'd blah, be blah, entertained blah, blah. By that I know me too I would totally download that I even paid for this one and I felt like I would have paid double I like I'm like oh. you should do it you should definitely pay it was like five bucks but you should still you should still do this because it made the drive so you much done more entertaining. one app
1: on the way there and, and a the best different different part on the way was... Back.
0: was it doesn't talk the whole time because that would get annoying, right? It only came up during like specific points that are important and I could listen to music or another podcast and then it would do the whole fade out, fade, fade out, in. fade in, and then fade back out and go into it. Margo, it changed the drive. I mean, three hours each way is a long drive, especially because coming back, we saw the exact same thing that we saw going over because we just turned around, Um And yet it was way more into like the history of Hawaii and all the kings and how they all kind of made became one kingdom because they were all individual islands for a while. It was awesome. I loved it. And it made me want to go. The next time I go on a road trip, I want to look for something like that for whatever road trip. So if you're out there and you're an app developer, you should do that. And you should give me a – I don't need any royalties. Just a promo code to get that app free one time. (laughs) That's what I want. Uh, all right, that'll do it for this week's episode of Say Something Interesting. I want to let you know, um, Sunday night, we are doing a farewell dinner, not dinner, excuse me, dessert social, dessert and wine social. We were just going to do dessert, but then, you know, Matt and Margot are like our wine connoisseurs, so we're like, it would be <laughs> More foolish. Or so, my husband. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so, dessert and wine here at the theater, uh, in the lobby. Uh, we're working on times. Um, I will have a time specifically going out in a Eastlake Weekly, and then we'll talk about it on Sunday as well. So. So um, be aware of that if you are listening to this podcast and are in the area. Come on out. Give uh, give Margo a hug and Matt a hug and uh, wish them well on their adventures. Uh, it'll be a fun time. Uh, and then also, I'm doing film and theology this Wednesday night. Um, if you are interested in watching a great movie, uh, this one's a documentary on the trials of Ted Haggard, who was a pastor who uh, had a big, humongous church in... Uh, Colorado and had some crazy stuff happen in his life, and it uh, it 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 feels religious, but it's not. It was done by uh, Alexandria Pelosi, Nancy Pelosi's daughter, um, and it's a really good, just like somebody who preached and taught grace. Now is needing to be a recipient of grace. How does that work? How does the world respond to pastors who engage in moral failure? Blah 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 blah. It's awesome. It was an HBO documentary, and I watched it a long time ago, and. Took a small group that I was a part of a while back through it and I'm excited to do it with this one. They won't always be documentaries. This one's only like forty-two minutes, but it's a good one to get started on. Uh and then we'll kind of move on from that in the future. Um so Wednesday night, that is at six thirty. Uh bring a lawn chair and your own beverage. I'll have popcorn ready. Um, any other announcements that I need to know?
1: Not that I'm aware of.
0: All right. All right. Have a great week, guys. Thanks for listening. However you found us and you listened to us, we're thankful that you did. Enjoy the rest of your week, and we'll see you on Sunday. See ya.